Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast, where two football diehard fans feel the joy and pain of being lifelong Washington fans. They will bring you an unapologetic and an occasional level-headed opinion. So hold on as we fight for old D.C. with your two favorite knuckleheads. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads. And live and in the studio is my main man, Reggie. Yes, sir. I'm back, man. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? It's, oh. good, it's good to be back uh, together, together in studio, man. Uh, knuckleheads have reunited. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, uh, you know, it was just holidays. You know, for anyone that was concerned, you know, nothing major. It was just right. holiday time and, and uh, just scheduling, um, being in and out of town and things of that nature. So it, it just kind of had a conflict on our schedule. So, right. so technology helped us out. You know, we was able to call in remotely, but, uh, but we're back together, man. Yeah, I mean, and, and to the point, the, the, the knuckleheads upgraded their technology midway through the year last year. So we could be able to do those remote kind of uh, uh, podcasts. Uh, absolutely, man. And uh, try, trying to trying to bring it for the knucklehead fans. Because as we say, the show must go on. The show must go on. But I will say, man, I I I I missed being together, being live. Yeah. Being in the same same room and just being on the mic as opposed to you know on the, on the cell phone. So it's a different energy. It's, it, it is. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. We, you know, when, when I when I say something that I know you're going to cringe on, instead of just knowing I get to see you cringe, <laughs> and it makes it that much that much more funny. You right know. <laughs> so so here we are, man, back together. We're, we're, a lot of lot has happened since the last time we were together. Yeah, yeah. C- case in point, the season has ended. Yeah, that was. I mean, probably the last three or four games and the season's been two weeks out. So it's probably been at least six weeks since we've done a podcast together. Yes. Yeah. yeah, It's it's been, it's been quite some time, man, but, but we here now. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And, and to get to what we want to cover today, we're going to cover a lot of things, do some catching up and everything else also, but this is basically a season in review. We, we all had uh, high aspirations going into this season. And clearly since we're not, talking about it now as the playoffs are going on we're not talking about what's coming up this next week <laughs> uh we're, we're we're let down but obviously you know we we weren't even in the playoffs we so not. when you're not in the playoffs you there, there, there's a lot of room to be critical well for, for sure man but like i said earlier you know we, we did not make the playoffs quite a bit has happened um since since the last time we were just together but with the season ending you know, again, living here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we, we know that uh, the local team made the playoffs, and boy, was their exit, let's say, <laughs> let's call it grand. It was a oh, grand exit, man. and I loved every second of it, man. And if you're not, if you're not from the, the, the Dallas area, if you're outside, if you're back in the DMV, um, man, people in Dallas were ready to find the highest bridge and jump off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, man, I could not wait to to run into Cowboy fans. Man, I went uh, to work. I don't even know how to do the gritty, but I was trying to do the gritty. <laughs> it was it was crickets. I mean, it, was, it was crickets in, until I walked into the room. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't find people want to talk to me. No. All, no. all the people that was hitting me up <laughs> when, when they put up 45 points on, on us at the half that last time we mm-hmm. played them, all those people just came out of the woodworks like cockroaches. Nobody wanted to talk, man. No, nobody wanted to hit my phone. I had to check my phone to make sure it was still working. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I, I just started texting people like, "Where you at?" 
I sent them memes. I did everything I could, man, just start getting on people's nerves. Yeah, well, the, the like I said, the when when the Cowboys win, the Cowboys cockroaches they come out from under the woodworks <laughs> everywhere, you know. But uh, when, when when they lose those cockroaches, it's like the lights get turned on and they and they run back under. Yeah, I'm right. Uh, I'm right. They, they, got, every, nothing to, they got nothing to say, man. <laughs> nothing to say. But we'll get you next year. Yeah. How many yeah. how many rings you got? You know that kind that yeah, kind of mess. But, but nobody want to hear that, man. Yeah, but but when it boiled down to it, uh, the Washington Football Team and the Dallas Cowboys had the exact amount, same amount of playoff wins in 20 the season of 2021 we sure did and so. and and one last thing on that man i will say that given how how uh our, our season was and how it ended um that the way in the in, in which they lost made it a little bit better yeah. made, made it just a little bit better right right and and one, and one last thing that's right that's right <laughs> so all right so moving on moving on um to to I guess this past weekend, yeah, right, yeah, they got, had, man, this is uh, what, four games this past weekend, and I gotta say, man, um, not to be a prisoner of the moment because I know we we tend to do that, mm-hmm. but that had to have been probably one of the better weekends of football that I've ever seen. I've been watching football for a long time, man, and 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 it's not uncommon to get a game or two. Every, every game every went game. down to the last two minutes. Every game. Every single man. game. And then to cap that off with that Bills and Chiefs <sighs> game, man. It, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so that, again, not to be a prisoner of the moment, but that was probably at least top five football weekends that I've ever seen. Yeah. It, they were every, every game. Um, well, even, even like the, the, the Saturday games, um, I had commented that – Considering we're in the playoffs, you know, we're, we're past the um, wild card weekend. That the first two games, neither team in this high scoring uh, NFL offense, neither neither team scored twenty points. And then the uh, Chiefs and Bills clearly made up for it with all the all the excitement there. Yeah, um, yeah, it yeah, was pretty good, wild, man. Games. And uh, the thing that jumped out to me was was kind of that's what uh, playoff football looks like. Yeah. And uh, it was a bit reminder of just how far off we are as, a, as an organization. Yeah, yeah. And we're about, we're about to get into that. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing that I noticed on that is from a playoff perspective, from fans of the NFL, uh, the fans were 13 seconds away from every single home, home team. team losing. Yeah. Um. Which is unheard of. Yeah, it was pretty wild, man. And and social media was going crazy. Um, it, it was just wild, man. I mean, it was a talk of everything. You know, sports radio on Monday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. It was pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. But, but as always, man, this this podcast is about the one and only Washington football team. Which, by the way, is just something we can only say for, for a week or so. Yeah. Another week. We can. Yeah. Uh, nine to eight days. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but we're gonna do a quick recap, man. So what what, what you got, Kenny? <laughs> well, when I look at this season, man, it's a it's a season of you know, and I kind of think about you know, before I kind of break down little parts of it. Um, you know, when I think about when I look back a year or two from this um, season, I mean, a couple things is gonna 
I'm going to remember is obviously Taylor Heineke, right? Okay. Um, the, the the good and the bad, the experiment, the the flash, the the possibility of of hope that we had with him, and along with how high we were coming into the season for our defense and how much our defense let us down. Okay. The, the, those are the two biggest things I think I'll, I'll look back on um, with, without getting specific. You know, those, those are kind of the, the, the two, the two big things. It was, it was the year of Taylor Heineke and the defense that, that, that was, let us down. That was not. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, <laughs> oh, 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 Taylor, man, let me just say this. Um, this is not about, you know, I told you so and all that kind of, cause I'm certainly sure. not trying to do that because I, I'll, I've said it once and I'll say it again. It was in my best interest for Taylor Heineke to be the story that we all wanted him to be right as a fan, yes. as a, as a fan. So I certainly was not against him, but at the same time, I was not one of those people that was pining and screaming for him to be a cha- to to be the starter, I was not the guy that said, "Well, we don't need Fitzmagic. We don't need quarterback X and quarterback from over here in court." Because give Taylor Heineke the chance, give him a full offseason, let him be the guy, and and this team is going to go places. I was never that guy. So, but did I like him? Was I curious about him? Absolutely. And I really want to get a look at him and see just what he would bring. But I didn't didn't want it to happen in the way that it happened. I didn't want Fitz, Fitzpatrick to get injured and Taylor to be thrust into the lineup. I wanted to really truly see what Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to bring um, to our organization. And if and if he wasn't getting it done as an old quarterback, old meaning Ryan Fitzpatrick, and this team wasn't going anywhere with him. He was on a one-year deal. Right. Then at that point, I wanted to see what we could get from Taylor Heineke. Right. But I wanted him to learn a little bit behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. When instead, he gets thrown in, and essentially he's a rookie learning on the job. And if you remember, the first part of our schedule was very brutal. It was. And, and despite that, though, we saw a guy and we saw the inexperience of Taylor Heineke. And so, again, I was not one of those guys that wanted to see him right away. And, man, he got off to a bad start. He got off to a bad start, and the experiment at the end of the day um, was not good. Um, and then, as I said once before, man, he, if nothing else, he's earned himself some millions of dollars and that he will be able to go on and do a lot of good things in his own personal life. So kudos to him for earning some money. Right. Um, in terms of our defense, yeah, I, I don't know where to begin um, on the defense. You know, saying that they failed the team when they were supposed to be the strength of the team is an understatement. Um, I, it, <laughs> the, blame, the blame can go around um, on a lot of people, on a lot of things. Sure. I don't know where to start, but the only thing that I would say that I would want the organization to do is to understand what happened what changed in that defense about halfway during the season when we went on a win streak and that defense was playing, I don't want to say lights out, but, man, they were playing damn good. They were playing solid. I, I, I wouldn't say damn good. I, I won't be honest. Um, I, well, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the stats were, but when that defense can hold Tampa, you can beat the Raiders, you can beat um, 
I forgot the other two well, teams. I, I, that, when you can beat some of those good teams and your offense is able to get up a little more production, let me tell you, they, they were playing different. Now, I granted, I understand that compared to what they were playing in the regular season, but they were playing good. Well, and I think during that time period, um, what helped the defense the most was the offense was running the ball and controlling the clock. Uh, sometimes, you know, they, they held the ball for an extra 10 or 15 minutes, um, which always helps a, a defense, right? You're, you're, you're wearing them down. Um, as you were talking about, about Heineke and bringing him in and, and his struggles early in the season, it reminded me of another, if I think of, I already mentioned two issues with our defense letting us down in the season of Heineke. Um, the, the third one, as you were talking, that, that came up to my mind was, this is also the season, to me, the season of Scott Turner. He knew that he, early in the season, what was the one thing that we did not see from our offense? And, he, and if you're drawing a blank of, of what I'm trying to get at, we were not running the ball often. Right. We, we, we were running the ball 12 well, well, we, times. We preached it, right? 50, right. Keys, keys the game. We yelled it for weeks. And so you got a brand new rookie quarterback, and you're putting the ball in his hands to win the game as opposed to letting him make plays as needed in, instead of putting the weight on his shoulders. And it wasn't until week, was it six or seven, that we kind of got on our winning streak. Maybe it was a little week, bit later, week, actually. Week nine. Um, and the only reason I yeah. remember that is because we had that bye week, and then uh, and then it came out. We played Tampa right. the first and game. Th- and that makes sense because we, we – it was a loss, win, loss, win, and then four losses yep. um, in a row. So that would yep. put us on on week nine. But you know, the, to me, the coaching staff didn't do a whole lot from a schematic scheming to help Heineke at all early in the season. And again, that is a that, that is a knock on Scott Turner. Uh, when we talk about the, you know, kind of going back to the defense uh, to piggyback on some of the stuff that you said. You know, not only was our defense the you know last year looked like we were going to be a very good defense. We were playing some very solid ball at the end of last season, and then this season we actually, if you if you look at it on paper, we got everybody back. We thought we upgraded at cornerback, and then with our very first pick in the draft, we got a linebacker. So you would think that both of those positions, along with our defensive line overall would be an improvement and I know uh, Del Rio got a lot of a lot of grief and, and maybe he should have this past year but he, he did more last year and I again I don't know where where the disconnect was that the team didn't gel defensively uh, something just occurred to me as I was listening to you there perhaps the defense that we saw last year was fool's goal Absolutely. And, and, hear, and hear me when I, out when I say this. If you remember when our defense was playing good last year, you know, which was Chase Young's rookie year, you recall, even though they won, we won the division and even though we won just seven games, it was the year of backups. That team was playing a lot of inexperienced, journeyman backup quarterbacks, right. which means we knew, insert, Backup quarterback here, right. so it was easy to stop the run because the guy's not gonna hurt, that, that guy's not gonna do anything back there. Right, get a little pressure on him. You're gonna rattle the guy. 
So perhaps maybe our defense looked better than what they really were. Right. And that set up a lot of expectation for fans, ourselves included. Sure. That, oh, well, man, all we need to do is we need to get us a linebacker and chase Young in year two, and we'll be better. And then all of a sudden we come out, we come out and we're no longer playing backups. Right. Journeyman. We're playing Pat Mahomes. We're playing um, – uh, Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah. We're playing. Who are some Roger, of the guys? We're Rogers. playing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We're playing some top-notch right. dudes the first six weeks of the season, and we're not playing their backups. Right. And all of a sudden, now that defense doesn't look the same. And so I, it, I'm not saying that that's the case, but I, but I thought about that. Right. It's like we, we weren't playing backups this year, whereas last year that defense was looking real good against backup quarterbacks. Right. And one of the things we talked about before Chase Young got hurt because his production was down so much, was you know the, the league has film on him. You know you get film on quarterbacks and wide receivers. Uh, you also get film on tendencies of offensive linemen or defensive ends, defense coordinators, right? And they they got a a lot of film on what Chase Young likes to do. And while I'm I'm not privy to that to be able to sit there and watch, you know highlights or lowlights or or breakdown film of chase young uh the nfl teams do have that and if he only has two moves as an example um it's easy to defend that unless you're just so over the top powerful or fast that that you can't do anything about it even though you know it's coming um but that's normally not the case in the nfl supposedly chase well we know chase didn't show up to otas this offseason right okay he was doing his commercials and whatever he's doing, but supposedly he was also working out with some, some sports guy and he was working on some agility quickness type drills and rumors have come out that those rule, those, those things that he was, he was working on were not pass rushing moves. Right. And if you remember during the season when, uh, he was struggling and, and, uh, Ron Rivera said we need him to get after the quarterback, and there's some things that he needs to do. He talked about his stutter step. So Chase was too busy trying to stutter step and run around people right? because those are things he practiced in the offseason instead of working on pass rusher moves. You know how, right, like, right. Uh, Travis Kelsey and those guys have a, have a tight ends camp? Sure. Uh, Von Miller has a defensive end slash linebacker camp. Chase might, not, might need to be in that because, because <laughs> yeah. he was working on stuff that wasn't to help him what as a pass rusher. Right. And so what they said is do what you do best. And in some cases, just do it good. And part of that is you just have a, you have a quick power move. Just get to it, man. Stop stutter stepping and trying to go around and finesse guys and just use your quickness and just get around them. And so again, his, his, his production or his play this season has been dissected. But again, one of those things that we heard that, he probably would have been able to work on had he been in OTAs. But now he's got to spend this offseason rehabbing a knee injury as opposed to working on those those said moves. Oh, absolutely. There, there's no there's, – there's none of that. Um, I mean, I can he get to the point maybe late in the summer where he's not doing, like, contact but – Working on moves, I yeah, it's not. I, I find it. I find it hard to believe that he's gonna that he's gonna get too much uh, technique to work on his craft. Right. Uh, it, it'll only be rehabbing and getting stronger. 
stronger to the point that for him to play, not stronger than he was to improve, a year to ago. To improve on what he was right, doing. Right, 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 Um Well, let me say this. Um, one of the highlights of the season for me was two things. Um, it was the season of streaks. Definitely. You, you, you touched on it. Uh, that was where we, I think we were sitting about 500 or something, and the team then go on a four-game losing streak. Correct. We go on a four-game winning streak, and then we subsequently go on another four-game losing streak. Crazy, so, crazy. Yeah, just just wild. The, the other thing that stood out for me on this season was the what I'm calling the lack of production for my key free agents. Okay, Washington signed three key guys. We signed William Jackson. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a stat on one of them, but go ahead. <laughs> we signed William Jackson, okay. who was the, the, supposed to be the uh, other corner on the opposite side of Kendall Fuller right. to a big contract. They signed Ron Fitzpatrick, who's supposed to come in here and steady this team and allow our quarterbacks to learn under. That was, that was, uh, while his contract wasn't big, it was – 10 to 12 million. No, 10 million. One year, 10 million. 10 million for one quarter of football. It wasn't even that, Ken. I got a stat. He went, yeah. he, he went three of six. Yeah, I knew he had six passes. For yeah. 15 yards. Yeah. That's a 2.2 2, 2. 2 yard average. And, he and, threw six passes, folks, only completed three, and it was for 15 yards. And here comes, here comes the worst of the three. Go ahead. And then the third key free agent was supposed to be the wide receiver from Carolina, Mr. Curtis Samuel. Who Curtis Samuel played five games, had six, six receptions for, for a total of twenty-seven yards. Yes, for and for those that don't uh, haven't added it up, that ends up being two million dollars a catch. Yes, two million dollars a catch because he got a twelve million dollar signing bonus. Correct. So, key free agents. You can say if they had all been productive, the team may have been better, perhaps. But when you come in here, you brought in a quarterback to address the QB situation. You brought in another wide receiver to play opposite of Terry. And you brought in a starting top free agent corner to help the defense. Because remember, we're trying to build off of the defense from last year. And you do not get the production from those three players, and boy, that will set you back, and that will set you back big. Yeah, and that was that was roughly thirty five million dollars right there spent uh, in one year. Now, two I, of those guys didn't do anything. Correct. Uh, and for the, for the long term, hopefully, Jackson and Samuels will prove themselves worthy of the money moving forward. But Ryan Fitzpatrick won't be back next year, so that's that's a one time hit of his. $10 million. Boy, he stole that money, didn't he? I, I know the guy didn't plan to get hurt, but holy cow. That guy yeah. got $10 million for six passes. Yeah. And, and now he's probably got a bad hip. Yeah, his, his career's over. But, but, yeah. Well, yeah. but it wasn't too bad for him to be in Buffalo, man. And I ain't going to lie, I was a little salty about that. Uh, ex- exactly. It, it, exactly. I, and I know a lot of people say at the end of the day, the season's over, he's not our quarterback. But I don't know. It just looks like, man, you just rolled in there in D.C. and stole yeah, $2 million. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in the same season. At least wait till next season. Yeah. Right? I, I can understand going back to your to your home team that you feel like is your home team, wh- where you are, whatever. But you're in the exact same season. Yes. 
I, I was I ain't gonna lie. It, it 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 didn't sit well with me seeing this guy in his stand. It just it just it just the optics just looked bad. I was a little salty behind it. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but whatever. He won't be back, so we moved on from that. It's not my ten million from Dan Snyder. Right. Have, <laughs> it wasn't even my money out of problems, so I right, can't imagine right, what right. Dan thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, while we're talking on 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 quarterbacks, uh, well. Right, let me let me back up. Let, let's let's just stick with the with this season here. Um, you know, I, you you look at and, and as I'm looking into the future, you know, we we've already discussed and I, even Ron Rivera has has talked about you know getting a true quarterback of the future. How whether that's through free agency, whether that's through the draft, whatever. Um, but you know, McKissick. And Gibson, when McKissick was healthy and they were actually used, I thought they were very productive this year. Uh, both both running when they were when they were feeding them the ball as well as out of the backfield. Early on, it was McKissick, and then later in the season, when McKissick got hurt, they you started to see Gibson a little bit more. Do do, do you think we need to look at at running back? I'm I'm always willing to upgrade. Don't get me wrong, okay. but I don't I don't see that as a I, I see that as a strength going in next year overall. If if used properly, definitely that asterisk. Okay, fair enough. Uh, J D McKissick. J D McKissick, in my personal opinion, is probably top three uh, players that need to be resigned this season. I would agree. Okay, no, no questions, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The guy needs to be resigned, and he needs to be resigned now. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Antonio Gibson. I like Antonio. But Antonio has got some fumble problems that he has that, got that, to get resolved. That is definitely his okay. Achilles heel. Yes. And and although I like the fact what he can be, and everyone keeps talking about what he can can do and what he will become. Here's the thing, man. Look at Zeke Elliott. Right? This guy been in the league, what, four or five years? And I know that people are gonna say it's his knee. It may be a little bit of his knee. But, man, that guy looked like he has hit a wall. He has fallen off. And here's the thing. By the time Antonio Gibson finally gets what it's like to become a running back, what kind of running back will he be? Okay? He was a wide receiver and maybe had touched the ball 30 times as a player in college. I appreciate we're trying to convert him, but I'm to the point where I'm getting fatigued about every year we're talking about he's finally getting the vision. He's finally learning. Look, man, look Look at what Debo Samuel, Samuels does for San Francisco. That guy was not a running back. He's always been a receiver. But he looks pretty damn good. He looks pretty dynamic running behind 49ers when they give him the ball. Yeah, let, let me let me, uh, let me me take the 49ers uh, play caller over. It's, it's not even about the play caller, <laughs> but, but, It's but about it, when they give him I, the I ball. Understand. When they put the ball in his hand in the backfield. We're, oh, not, we're not talking about he, as a receiver. He's a hell of a talent. Don't get me wrong. He's a hell of a talent. But my point being is, that's the guy that Ron Rivera wants. Wants that's the vision they have for Jake, for um, Antonio Gibson. Right. You convert him from wide receiver and has a and, and making him a running back. Debo Samuel's is a wide receiver, and they put him back there as a running back. Look at Atlanta, Cordero Cordero Paris Patterson. Right, I know you don't play fantasy. I do. He's put <laughs> down as a wide receiver slash running back. The guy made a difference in Atlanta this season. Sure, but our guy. Every week we're like, eh, he's still learning. Well, but he's between, still young. But, but I think between the two of them, between um, McKissick and Gibson, you've got that. 
I McGibson didn't look good, Ken. And I know they blamed it on I, his shin and all that kind I, of stuff. I, I blame I blame it on early on. They weren't feeding him the ball at all. Yeah, I mean, there, we, there, you, you can't there, carry the ball 10, 10 to 12 times a game and expect him to, to do anything because you're never establishing a running game ever. I, I, I'm not disagreeing, but you asked me the question. And my concern is how many, how many years is going to take before he becomes that dynamic running back that we want? Because by the time he gets it, then he's going to want this huge contract, and we're not going to want to give it to him. And what, no, and, no, no. And what, he, and what he's not we, worthy of a, a huge contract. Does, it's not going to stop him from wanting it. And so by the time he decides he wanted it, we're going to be like, nah, bro, we're not going to pay you that kind of money. Well, guess what? We've taught him how to be a running back, and he'll go be a running back for somebody else while we were the ones who sat here and taught him to do it. So my point being is how long before we got to keep trying? Or you go get a running back, man. And, and I don't have a problem go get a running back. I just think on a, on a priority list – from the offensive offensive side of the ball, um, it's a lower priority. Definitely a, a lower priority. But you know what? I'm not satisfied with what we're getting out of running back position. Well, I mean, let me just say that. Well, so well, it's a lower priority. Well, but look, is is there any position at all, at all, on the, on the team that you wouldn't be willing to upgrade? The answer is no. I mean, but look. Not all positions are going to be your money-making position. Your money-making position is your quarterback, your wide receiver. You need a good running back, and you need a solid defense because one player on your defense ain't going to make you. I mean, you can have a shutdown corner, but if your linebackers and everyone else isn't good, it doesn't matter. But you know what? You need a damn good running back, or you need, you need a top receiver. And right now we have this running back experiment with, with Antonio Gibson, and it's fine when we're playing the Giants. But, I, we're, but we're playing good team, and, and you're right. You're right. Scott Turner has to do more about it. But, man, you, you watch Antonio run, and he, he, he doesn't make people miss a lot unless they're in the open field. But when he hits, gets the ball across the line, their first tackle, he goes down. He's not, he doesn't make a lot of people miss. No, he's not that kind of runner. He, he's not. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, he's, not, he's not a juking runner. He's a hitting he, the hole. He's, the he's, right a, he's more of a power. But he's a, a large guy. You, you, they you see it, and people talk about him lowering his shoulder and, and getting that extra three or four yards. I guess let me just put it this way, man. I'm tired of all experiments. I'm tired. I'm tired of all the damn experiments, man. I'm tired, I'm tired, I mean, <laughs> we're on a team full of experiments. Exactly. Okay, so this is year two, Antonio. Come on, man. Well, you know, I was going. I was going to hold off on this. I, I wanted to see something a little bit. I wanted to see the jump in year two for Antonio, and we saw a little bit. We didn't see a big jump in his production. Right. And, and that's my point right. here. And, and I don't want to – I know we spent a lot of time on, on, on running backs when there's when, – when you agreed and I agreed that uh, – not, not that they can't do better, but on a priority, they're low. I mean, if we start talking about the, the higher parties, this, this uh, podcast could end up being four or five hours, right? Because as soon as – you know, we we move quickly to the uh, wide receiver, and besides Terry, I, I could care less. I'm not count, talking salary cap wise, but so what if we have every other wide receiver uh, cut, traded, moved besides Terry? Okay, right. Um, there, there was opportunities this year for. Carter, he had some moments. There were moments uh, and opportunities for 
Cam uh, for Sims. Okay. Um, Humphreys had yep. he had plenty of opportunity with with the injuries and his experience, and nobody stepped up. Nobody. I mean, it was there for the taking. Even if you weren't going to be a superstar and just take over the league type of thing, to where you were a consistent contributor on offense and nobody but Terry was that, that is just, that is just it, it's just kind of mind-blowing as I look back on it that that nobody else could step up yeah yeah with the uh to, to your point with all the injuries no one no one stepped up to where you go man that guy needs to be around next year except for one guy except for one guy and and I think they will resign him and that is uh DeAndre Carter um, but DeAndre Carter is not going to replace your outside receiver. He's kind of more your slot guy. You're kind of your gadget guy a little bit. He he took he probably is the only guy that made the most of his opportunities, but he made the majority of that as a as our kick returner or punt returner. And he had some spot duty as a receiver, and he had a stretch there where man he was catching touchdowns. But the guys that were drafted or brought in through free agency to definitely help our, our receiving core, Adam Humphrey, Cam Sims, De'Ame Brown, man, none, none of those guys stepped up. No. None of those guys showed like, hey, listen, if y'all want to release Terry, I'll be your guy. No, no, nobody did that. I mean, I, I can't imagine uh, as we struggled on offense, what would have been if Terry went down? Exactly. If, we, if, we, if we went four or five games without Terry. Um, and Terry. Teams were were basically double teaming him. Yep. You know they they have a cornerback on him with a with a safety shadowing over the top all year long. So, you know, if we could have had some production from other wide receivers, then it would have freed him up. And with them keen so much on Terry, it it left those other wide receivers just that much more one on one, and they still couldn't. Correct. And. To be fair, you know, Taylor Heineke is not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, that, that tends to, they just naturally take advantage of those types of situations. Um, He's too busy to worry about his own job, man. <laughs> Let alone worry about trying no, to get Diami Brown but, but, the ball. He's trying no, to, no, no, hey, no, no, but, 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 but I'm saying reading it and, and just being that pinpoint I got you. Uh, accuracy like those guys are. You're, you're a stat guy. Right, you like stats. I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. It's not really a stat, but I'm gonna give you a give you a thing here, a little, little nugget that you. I, that I, I, I like. got a feeling it's gonna make me cringe, but go ahead, man. Because <laughs> we're talking about wide receivers, so go ahead, man. Well, here, here we go. I have a note written down here, and it says Terry is a stud, and okay. here's why. So everyone is talk talking about how Terry. With the exception of his rookie year, has had back to back thousand yards receiving, and technically in his first year he had nine hundred or eight hundred or something. He should have had a thousand, but he but he did. Sure. So, but for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to go ahead and give Terry three thousand yards receiving because he's not very far off from it. Okay. In these three years, <laughs> here's who's thrown him the ball: Case Keenum. Dwayne Haskins, Colt McCoy, Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, 
Taylor Heineke. And this kid has oh, almost oh, – uh, What about the, the one game this year? Uh, the guy we signed from Gilbert. Gary, Gilbert. Gilbert. So you, you got you to throw him in okay. as well. And he has, with the exception of probably maybe 200 yards, maybe this guy's short of 3,000 yards. Right. All on bad teams, all on quarterbacks that aren't very good, and this guy yet still mad and double team, as you yep. put it out yep. there, because there's no one opposite him, and he has almost 3,000 yards. Yeah. You need to sign that guy. He signed now. They say yeah. Ron's not at the Senior Bowl. I hope he's working on a contract for for, for uh, Terry right now. Yeah, if if Terry has a any inkling at all, it's staying with Washington. Uh, you you get that contract done early and quickly, or before he changes his mind. I don't want to put this in the universe. Well, I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. I don't know. I don't know what you if you know, but here's the thing: Terry sent out a tweet and was like, "Wow." After the game on Sundays. And I hope that was just a while as in like, man, that was pretty good. I enjoyed watching that because if that is him thinking that's what I need, right? He doesn't have he doesn't have a reason to resign with Washington because Washington don't have a quarterback like that. The quarterbacks we saw this weekend, we don't have that. And so I hope Terry wasn't thinking, man, my life could be so much easier if I play for a team <laughs> with a quarterback because we don't have that. Well, not speaking in his head, and right. I hope Terry right, right, just right, wants right. to stay here. But if I'm Ron, man, you do not let that kid hit free agency. They need no. to sign him now. In fact, yeah. sign him before free agency even hits. Yeah. The and and I'll and I'll move towards quarterback, right? Um, our our quarterback play this year. I, you know, earlier in the year, you made a a statement that I thought was was very accurate. Um, I did. Yeah, yeah, I know you're surprised about oh, that. I, I haven't even told you what it I was. Am, you see, you see, I perked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> give, give him, a, give him a little credit, and man, I got his full attention, <laughs> and he agrees with me before I even say it. Oh. Um, you know, we we talked about Heineke and the hope that we had, what we wanted to see, the 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 spark that he oftentimes brings, um, but he he he's limited. Right, it's just the reality of it, and one of the best things I think analogies that that you had it was, you know, from from a failure of two quarterbacks, and I'm not gonna call Heineke a failure. It was just he had his limits, right? But if you could take Heineke's attitude, his approach, his drive, uh, just the way he plays, the grit, and add that on to the failure of Dwayne Haskins and the physical abilities. The throwing abilities, the the size that he had, if you could combine those two, Washington would have a heck of a quarterback. And it's a shame that somehow one of them didn't have guy more with, guy of the with other natural person. talent. Just thought it's just going to come easy, and didn't have that that grit and that grind in him. Right, and thought football was just going to just he's just going to get drafted and come in and and as he said, the lead done messed up. Yeah, yeah, they one team did. <laughs> One team did. <laughs> That's going back to Dwayne when he got passed over. Yes. Fell to number, what, 15? Yes. The, lead, the lead doesn't messed up. Yeah. No, the lead didn't mess up, That was sour, look, sour puss look on his face. You I, messed I up, Dwayne. Yes, but But, yeah, Dwayne had all the natural talent, man, but he just didn't have that drive to, to be an right. NFL quarterback. And he got a guy like Taylor. Got all the grit, grind, drive in the world, man, but he's just, he just missing those that natural ability. And, and, and I knew – 
Ron Rivera said that, uh, you know, quarterback is a, is a high priority this, this year. Um, they're going to, you know, take a look at, at all the options to see what they can do. Right. But, and so I'm going to run down a, a quick list. I'm going to not, not be not too long here, but I just want to let you, you tell me, are you interested to seeing this person in burgundy and gold or not? Okay. So this is a quick yes or no. This is a quick yes or no. Um, quick, quick hit all or down, all the way down the list here. Uh, Tua, interested. Yes. Uh, Zach Wilson. No. And I know that some of these guys may not be available, but I'm just going down the list. Uh, Baker Mayfield. No. Uh, Carson Wentz. No. Uh, Davis Mills. No. Trevor Lawrence. E- question mark. Okay. Uh, Daniel Jones. Hell no. Kirk Cousins. Nope. Uh, Justin Fields. Maybe. Just uh, Jared Goff. Hell no. James Winston. Possibly. <sighs> hell no. Let me interrupt that and go <laughs> hell to the no. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, yeah. Sam, Sam Donald. Donald, I'm sorry. No. Cam Newton. No, hell no. Matt Ryan. Nope. And Mitch Trubisky. Negative. Okay. Those are all the quarterbacks. Minus three that did not make the playoffs. It is a to me. It is an entire list that explains why these teams did not make the playoffs. A couple of them are young: Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields right? Wilson. Yeah, yeah. A couple of them young, but but being young and, and, and inexperienced is is normally not a success uh, in the NFL. There are. Exceptions once in a while. The the three other ones that did not make the did not make the playoffs besides Washington was Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson, and they were all in the hunt to the end. I think Seattle might not have been, but um, uh, and they had the, Seattle had a lot of injuries. So so my, my I guess my point on that is you know this weekend when you saw all the quarterback play and the teams that made the playoffs. It's clear if you do not find your quarterback, the chances are you are not going to go to the playoffs. You may have a a moment every three, four, five years where you have a good season and then you're you're right back down. But until Washington figures out a quarterback, not a retread. Um, if if and let me put it out here. This also from from, this is just my perspective. If you're not going after a top ten quarterback, however you want to list your top ten, if if the quarterback that you're trying to bring in as a veteran quarterback is not a top ten quarterback, I don't want to hear it. I I do not. the The idea of Jamison has been out there. The idea of Cam Newton was out there last year. (laughs) Trubisky is this year. Um, uh, you don't want James Gr- back. Uh, I'll take Gr- James. Gr- even though he's still playing. Who? Uh, not Gral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Who the hell's Garoppolo? I know. I don't know, man. <laughs> you talking about Geraldo, man? Geraldo, Geraldo, Garoppolo. I fixed. I fixed it. I fixed is he a rookie? It. Yeah, he's he a rookie guy. I, I'm a rookie guy. man. <laughs> But I don't want him either, right? If you, I don't want Geraldo either. You don't man. want Geraldo or I do not. How about Garoppolo? No. Okay. And, and again, I, I can't say this enough, right? 
if you have a chance at Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson that are considered right now top 10 quarterbacks, absolutely. There is there is not a player on our team that is not tradable for that level of quarterback, including Terry. You trade Terry? I'll trade Terry. <laughs> I'll make a package of Terry, <laughs> Chase Young, and Montez Sweat. Oh, my God. And this year's first <laughs> for Justin Herbert. Would you not? Oh. Would you not? Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, I don't know, man. <laughs> you would. You would. You're laughing. Oh, my God. That is out there. Wait you, a minute, man. You said, basically, you just said all my star players for Justin Herbert. <laughs> you absolutely. trade them all. I would, I would, you're darn right, oh, because they can all be replaced. Okay, okay. Oh, look, man. Re- Reggie, hold on. I'm going to ask you. I want to... <laughs> While you're laughing, how, how many good defensive ends have we had in the last 20 years? Make it the last 30 years. I don't know. Sister. A lot. Defensive ends? Yes. No. It, who? <laughs> who? Come on, man. Give, name me one. Well, we got, we other got than supposedly the, other we than got two. two. No, other than the two that are on the team right now. Uh, the, 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 uh, man, stop. Kerrigan. Oh, my God. I knew that's what you Man, stop. Listen. Andre Carter. Go. <laughs> oh, no, hell no. Listen, man. I get where you're coming from. To the, the point, those, those, to, let, me, let me just say this. To the point that I Chase, said. Chase Young hasn't done nothing yet. I, I, I he has just, done nothing yet. Okay, give me a chance. Give me a chance to respond. No, I'm, just, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> let, me, okay, let me respond, okay? Listen, I sent out a tweet, Ken, as the Burgundy Goat, and I said, if we're not trading for the top four, and I said that's uh, Rogers, Wilson, Watson, or Carr. Then I'm not interested in trading draft picks. Okay, that was what I said. So that should tell you where I stand. So I'm with you. I'm also with you when it comes to trading away a major package on our team to get that said quarterback, whether that's Chase and Sweat and those guys. I don't know that I'm willing to put Terry into that mix. If you want to send Terry in some picks, but not the three you named and first round picks, that's, that's just too steep. Well, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to tell you right now. But but but, but, I, but, but, I'm, I'm, but I'm going to tell you as and that is a ridiculous uh, proposal that I made. And that's why I was laughing. Okay, but but I'm willing to wait, trade wait, the wait. farm for a lot of these guys. The, the package that I put together: Sweat, Young, Terry, and our first round draft pick. The Chargers would not take that. They, they, would, they would not. They would not. So that tells you, again, that alone, so you laughed, but you quickly said that they would not take that because of the importance of a star quarterback. I would agree. I would agree with that. So it's not as funny as what you, I mean, yes, it, it sounds ridiculous when it's first said, but I would make that trade as ridiculous as it seems initially. I would make that trade in a heartbeat to get a star quarterback. And you're right. The Chargers would not accept that deal and trade away Justin Herbert. And 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 so the all of a sudden the laughter subsides when you realize <laughs> that, no. that they would not take that. No, I'm not going to let you get away. My laughter is subside. I'm, I, I agree with you. However, the Chargers wouldn't make that deal because they know what they got. They I don't want to. I don't want to make that deal simply because we we're already a very depleted team in terms of talent. 
I mean, we're short on talent, and you just want to give it all away and bring Justin in here, and we'll look like uh, oh, other other than Terry. All we have is potential talent. I understand, but but if we trade everyone you just said, then we'll look like let me say insert team with a good quarterback with no help. Ah, uh, who, who's that? Uh, uh, there's there's got to be a team out there right now. A good just, a good quarterback will make. I mean, how do how do uh, insert any wide receivers? With I'll take okay. Look, we we'll, we will be Matthew Stafford in Detroit. <laughs> we we will have a good quarterback with nobody around us. So so that's why I, I laughed at the trade. But if I'm saying if I'm the Chargers or any other team out here that already have their guy, no, I wouldn't make that trade. I wouldn't. But if you're Washington, we we would be we would be Detroit where we have a great quarterback with no help around a guy. Yeah, you 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 can get the, and you, you can well get you you say you could do it, but Detroit never did it. So. But well, you gotta you gotta have the right eval- you gotta have the right ev- and we have and we haven't proved that we got them. I, I don't disagree. We that, haven't proved that we got. Well, that's guys. why the knuckleheads need to be put in charge. <laughs> All right, we've 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 uh, made clarified that long ago. Yeah. Uh, G, G, GM knucklehead duo would, right. would would do better than what we've done the last twenty years. All right. Well, quick rundown here because we're running out of time here. So we we've done a lot of talking about what we've done so far, and most of it was negative. I'm going to rattle off a couple of things that I thought was positive. Um, the contract extension for Jonathan Allen, he's proven that he's worth the money. All right, that was midseason, yeah. Uh, so he signed a four-year, $72 million, and, man, he he has not relied on that money and just decides to just pack it in. Yeah, that guy's continuing to play hard, man. Look like yep. he's worth every penny of it. Yep, I agree. Um, Charles Leno. Yep. Charles Leno was brought in on a one-year deal. And uh, we signed him to an extension, three-year, $37 million, man. And, again, he is not Trent Williams. I get that. But you know what? We did not go through the season this year wishing we had kept Trent because Charles Leno, as a left tackle, pretty much came in and secured and locked down that spot and did what he was supposed to do. I don't remember the exact stat, but if I'm not mistaken, he did not give up a sack this year. So Charles Leno was a great Great, great re-signing. He, he did, did a very solid job, and the contract was reasonable. Very team-friendly. Uh, yeah. He got his money, and we, we we was able to get a friendly deal. Yep. Uh, J.D. McKissick has secured the fact that he is a guy that needs to be re-signed ASAP. And and has said he wants to stay no, here. No, if, if Andrews rebuts, he definitely wants to stay here. And I don't think that is just uh, contract talk uh, for the fans. I think he truly does want to be here. I think so, too. I think he's, he made something mention that we were the team that finally gave him a chance to to really showcase what he can do. So he wants to yep. reward the team with the organization with that. Yep. Um, Terry McLaurin, I've already touched on Terry as a stud guy and the production that he's he's he brought this year for the third. So as a third-round pick for our organization, he has proven that he is a legit NFL receiver, and we just need to get that guy some help. Yep. But he is a positive for this team. The – other point I wanted to bring out was our offensive line. I know they seem to have struggled down the end, down the stretch of the season, but I'm going to chalk that up to Ken as the injuries, COVID, and the season-ending injuries to several of the linemen just finally caught up. It was just a war of attrition on that. Right. But that offensive line was the MVP of the season. We gave them that, that award about three-fourths of the way through the season, and they fell off. But I'm going to maintain that that offensive line, even without – um, Brandon Sheriff and the contract that he's asking for, I'm I'm okay with letting him walk. Yeah, the guys I, that played in his played um, when he was out, several guys will be back, and I think the offensive line will be just fine. 
Yeah. So we're, so we're in agreement that we don't think the sheriff is going to be back. I don't think he'll Steven? be back. Yeah, I don't think so either. Unlike J.D. McKissick, Brandon Sheriff said he wants to be here when they asked him about the deal with his contract. He took the cheap route out. What you heard me talk about was he said that's up to my agent. Brandon, the agent works for you. If you yeah. told the agent I'm fine with $17 million or I'm fine with 16 or even 18 they'll make it happen. Yeah. But what you got your agent doing is he's trying to get you every dime that you can get, and that's what you want him to do, and I understand that. But if that's the case, then that doesn't mean your future's in Washington. So don't tell me you want to be here. Right. Then you say go get all the money you can get. Yeah, I, th- I think in a nutshell, uh, I think Sheriff is trying to get tackle money when he's getting, even though he's being offered the highest paid guard money. We don't know how it's structured. Uh, but I think he because of his pro bowls and, and all that. All, and, and, and Pro bowls and, and all he's, he's a stud. Don't get me wrong. But I think he's trying to get closer to tackle money in the 20-plus million he is. year. He is. And so you know what? Appreciate you. Peace out. Okay. Right on. My, my, other, my other highlight um, and positive of the season is I think we found another diamond in the rough in our rookie tight end, um, Bates. I think Bates is going to be a solid, solid player for us. I think he was in the fifth or sixth round. And last but not least, our other rookie was our right tackle, Sam Cosme. I think we were all shocked and surprised when um, uh, the team released Morgan Mosley. Moses. Moses. And uh, <laughs> Morgan Moses. Yeah. We released him, and we were like, what the hell's going on? But, man, Sam Cosme, Cosme, the rookie out of UT, came in and started from day one. Up until he got hurt, he pretty much locked down the yeah. right side of that line. Played solid. So, so again, a lot of positives with, with some players. Um, yeah. I know we harped a lot on our negatives, man, but there's a lot of good positives on this on this team. And so if they can just really secure, as we've talked about, and, and beat pretty bad here is the quarterback position, man. I think this team can really, really do well and make some noise. Well, I mean, you know, we don't even know what moves we – are going to make in the off season uh, from a, from a positive perspective. Um, we are, I think sixth in the league in cap space. Yep. So I want to say fifth, fifth or sixth. Okay. We're, we're up there. We've got, we've got money to spend. Um, and so that along with the attention to quarterback and, and from a veteran's quarterback perspective even if we're talking top 10 I don't know who's going to be available or if they want to be in Washington right but with with the talent overall that we have again we we can be critical at certain positions but I'm going to go ahead on a limb right now and say next year we will be as good as the quarterback we have well for sure um because I I think as as critical as we are of our wide receivers if we had a stud quarterback, they could be better. Uh, as good as Terry had this year, he could have done better with a stud quarterback. Uh, when your passing game is a bigger threat, then the your, your line your linebackers are, are taking a step back instead of a step forward, and your running game is better. Yeah. It, it, it opens up so much more. It's and then when you're putting up more points inside the red zone, which Washington's stalled a lot this year it takes pressure off of your defense um so i, I again I, i'll make that trade that ridiculous i'll make a ridiculous trade 
all all day long. You uh, you, you yeah. bring me a ridiculous trade with with draft picks and players or whatever, and and that I mean that's that's to move up in the draft if we think that one of the quarterbacks, one of the top two or three quarterbacks, is worthy of of stepping up and getting. You know, don't do it just to do it. If you think that this this quarterback can can lead you for the next ten years, you 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 trade whatever you need to to get him. Fair enough, fair enough, and and we'll get into more on that as as the absolutely uh, as the draft absolutely. approaches and all those types of things. But but just just wanted to touch on that. Um, I, I don't have anything else in terms of my, the season recap. Um, is, any no, more just topics no, you want to discuss? No, it, it was it was a like I said, it was a, it was a very frustrating because. We, we saw a lot of struggles, and then when we had our four-game winning streak, even on the podcast and, and talking in private, we were like, why haven't we been doing this all year long? And then the back half of the season, we got away from some of it, but that's also when our injuries and COVID really, really took over and just decimated the team. Um, like I said, we were playing with not only quarterbacks, but other players that at the beginning, or, or, you know, the yeah, yeah, there's like one, at one point, like half of our team was not on, was not a starter or even on the roster at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, it's just not a, it's not a, yeah, half of our starting recipe roster, for, half for of our starting roster was, was out. Yeah. 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 So, it, you know, it, but, but again, I know everyone, no one's going to feel sorry for, for no, us. No, no. Every other teams had to deal with COVID and injuries and things as such, but it really, as we talked about, when these things happen to Washington, it seems to happen at a greater magnitude, and and this year was no exception. Right. So, but uh, but yeah, um, touch, touch base about uh, any any comments or anything about um, what's happening in eight days. Yeah, yeah. Um, last but certainly not least, and and we'll certainly um, be on here to give our opinions about it. But uh, two two twenty two. Um, it's about to be the rebranding slash the new era yeah, big of, change. Of, of, our, of our franchise. Yeah. I mean, we are literally about to out with the old, in with the new type mentality, man. We're, we're no longer going to be called a football. We're no longer the Redskins. Right. By name. Right. Some people, it will never change. And that's fine. I, I get it. Um, we're no longer going to be called the Washington football team ever again. Right. You know. And we're gonna be called something, yeah. <laughs> Over yeah. the next, oh, from from now on out, um, unless the team changes and leaves leaves the uh, DC area. But man, we're about to be a new organization, and uh, I would be lying to say I'm a little nervous about it. Ken, I I was certainly on the Red Wolves or Wolves bandwagon, right? And when Jason came out and said, due to some legal issues, that that's not on the table. I was out. Yeah. I was out. And I was like, um, at this point, there's probably not anything they're going to come out with that I'm going to really be happy about. But it is what it is. I still support the team. I'm going to still support the team. Right. Regardless of what the name is. And uh, the name really is just going to determine how much money I spend. <laughs> um, I'm still going to support the team. On well, and, and the logo, right? Well, well, all of it, the, the, the logo, right. the name, all, all of that is just going to determine how much money I spend. But I mean, on, if, on if it's a if it's a team name, and I'm, I'm not going to mention names, but there's, you know, there's a couple 
team names that you don't like and a couple team names that I don't like. But but if the if they get the logo right, even though initially I might be like, oh, man, but but if they get the logo right, it, it'll help a lot. It, it will. That's what I said. Yeah. It's, it's just going to ultimately, because I'm still going to support the team and organization. Yes. That's yes. not going anywhere. But what they show up with on Wednesday, the second, is just going to determine how much money I'm going to spend. Yeah, and I, I have not purchased a single Washington football team item. I did. Uh, but you just got a hat, right? I got a hat. I got a uh, sweater, I got okay. a couple things. Okay, but. okay. Um, but with that being said, uh, I, I purposely did not buy it because I knew it wasn't sticking around. So you know, I, I've got a I've got a, a pocket full of money that's that's ready to spend. You know, this the, uh, over this next year, if the logo is good and the team is, uh, you know, the, the name is a decent team, and, and if we win, if we start winning on top of that. Uh, you know, Father's Day, Christmas, birthday, just just buy me some Washington fill in the blank of the new name uh gear. I'm with you, except for for Hawks. Yeah. You you know how I feel about Hawks. Just Ken. don't be the presidents. <clears throat> and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna go on record. And I'm and I'm gonna go on record on right behind you, but go ahead. I'm gonna go on record right now. I'm not buying or wearing anything Hawks. And if and if I do Anybody hearing this, and you see me with some hog stuff on, yeah, I'll buy you a drink. You remind me, hey, man, you said you would never wear that stuff, and you see me with some hog crap on. How, how many drinks does that count for? Just the first person? Whoever sees it. Okay, but, but I mean, like, you know. Well, we five, can't be five, five people standing there, and they go, hey, man, you said you weren't going to wear that, and then all of a sudden. Hey, you, but but, right, but, but if everybody. one person sees you one day, and, and then a week later you wear it again and you start wearing it every single week, do, do people keep on getting drinks, or is this the first person? Listen, Ken, you can come up with all these hypotheticals. Well, it's not happening. I, well, I, it's not happening. If it becomes the Washington Red Hogs, I will buy you your first uh, your, your first and I shirt. Told, and I told you don't do it because I'm not wearing it. I'm going to do it. It's, it's going to sit there. I don't care. It's, it, it, he'll wear it. So, so I'm, going on, I'm going on record, folks. I'm not doing no hog stuff. <laughs> right? No, no pigs. Right? I don't want none of that. Get ready to squeal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just disgusting. Just, like, who would done to do that? No damn hog. We're not hog nothing. Just disgusting, man. God, I can't stand that name. There's, there's I, worse. You, and you know, there, there are you worse. Know, you know that... Ken, they're all worse, you, but I don't want to be a hog. You know there's a lot of fans out there, Washington fans, that would prefer... Stupid hog. Hogs over a lot of other things. And you're, you're, you're aware of that, right? Yes. There's okay. quite a few of them okay. out there, man, and I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. I just... I understand... Ladies and gentlemen, what uh, we make, sure you, make sure you, you, you tweet uh, my main man, Reggie, over there. Uh, hit him up on Instagram. Hit him up on Twitter. Those those are the two best ways uh, you know to at, to man. get to to Reggie. Get well, yeah. just just those two. Those are your two that uh, that Reggie frequents the most. So go ahead right. and hit us up with the uh, with the handles there. Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads on Instagram. On Instagram, let him know about your your. Uh, We're not doing red hogs. hogs. Go ahead and what's your other? And on Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at the two knuckleheads. That's at sign D A. The number two knuckleheads. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not wearing no damn hogs. <laughs> let, let him, let him, let him know how much you love the hogs, I'm not man. Doing it, the, ho- the hogs. <laughs> you was, know, the even, hogs from the '80s. Even if you don't 
love the hogs, go ahead and send him a note anyway and get him riled up. That's, Hog, what, the hogs that, the that's enjoyable. Let it be there. Just like just like we're retiring all the rest of it, we should retire all that. People, uh, and, people and I told you this. Yeah, people want to yeah, talk yeah. about where it's part of it's part of our history and everything. So is the fun bunch. We're not yeah. gonna be called Washington Fun Bunch. Well, nobody. There was no dressing up as a fun bunch. I don't care. Hey, when when we score touchdowns, the whole stadium jumps oh, up God. just like the fun bunch did. Nobody and, you, and no, you do too. Listen, nobody's doing that. Okay. You well then that's the case. The whole. Every sports does it <laughs> exactly. Man, the fun, the on, fun bunch is not is not man. is not nothing. For everybody that doesn't even listen, add everybody up. want to tell me about the hogs being part of our history. Well, so was the damn fun bunch. But we're not going to be called Washington Fun Bunch. I don't want to hear it. Give me something that I can root behind and hog, red hog, whatever the hell you want to call it, ain't it. Everybody's laughing at you, Reggie, right that's, now. That's Everybody's fine. laughing at you. And somebody out there is saying, you know what? He's right. Man, my my phone is blowing up. Everybody laughing at you right now. <laughs> I can't get. I can't uh, even reply to him. I had to put it on silent. That's fine. Damn hogs. <laughs> Jeez. Just so people can say we got slaughtered. Can't you see exactly. It's ridiculous. You gotta root them out, man. Oh shh. Let's get off this. Come on, man. Uh, root, we, root we, we, we we had a, a request from one of our knucklehead fans to discuss uh, the stadium. The not that there's a whole lot to say right now, other than. You know, Washington for a number of years has been looking to move the stadium to find another home. Uh, there's, you know, at one point, a lot of the D.C. council people, there was talk about moving it back to the old RFK stadium location. But because it carried the Redskins name, a lot of them said that they would never uh, vote for that and allow that to happen if they had any say in it. That is gone, so who knows? It may go back, but lately the the the, the swing has been towards Northern Virginia. But the for, for for those that haven't been watching the games, this this year is the perfect year of why Washington does need a a uh, a new stadium. Right? We had we had sewage that leaked out everywhere in in the middle of a game, all over everybody. Yeah, that also happened at another one of the new state. I think the for the Rams play. Okay, uh, did, did they did they have some railings that that, that fell on a quarterback as he was trying to leave? <laughs> they did not. Did, did they have the sprinklers go off in in a in a suite uh, over somebody else? And, and you and I have been to to FedEx Field, man. It is a generic. It is, it is a generic, is, no character field. It is, and, and I'm not. I'm not going to care about the stadium. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to beat it, but. This guy does not care about the state. I, I know you don't. Because you know why? If well, we were winning. Well, but, but you know what's funny, though? You know what's funny is you know, you've traveled and gone to a lot of different stadiums. You're not missing anything if you never got to see FedEx Stadium. I understand. I guess what I'm trying to say is if we were winning, hitting the playoffs year after year, people wouldn't care about FedEx Field. In fact, they might be talking about, yeah, it got a little character. Right, if, if, it, it's a little curious because this is what we do. It's our home field. We win and we play a playoff. I get it. To me, it, when they build a new stadium, didn't worry about the new stadium being stated. Well, when, but right now, who cares? When, when, if we were winning all these years, we wouldn't be having the struggles to get a stadium approved somewhere because everybody be. That, that's true. You know? And no one would care that the stadium is a little outdated. Right. But right now, the team is not winning, so it's just one more thing to. to to, to pick on the organization about. And I get it. But you know what? They're going to build a new stadium. 
I have no doubt that when they do, it'll be one of the latest and greatest in technology and it'll have all the bells and whistles. But you know what? It doesn't matter if you got a great stadium and your team still sucks. So you know I what? Agree, agree so 100%. You know what? And there's a few of those in the league where they got great stadiums and the team's not very good. So let's get the team on the field good and the stadium will come. I'm not worried about that. Now right. I know the people there. Well, it's not high on the list now. I know the people around there that are local care about whether, whether the stadium is in Virginia or how and where it actually is located. And that's probably important. But for someone like me that will go to the, to the stadium once a year maybe, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. But, but I know locally it, it matters to people. It, it, it truly matters. And I'm it, Daniel Snyder likes measuring sticks, to, to put it blunt, right? Uh, the, the, and, and there's one in particular, unfortunately, that he's always measuring himself up against. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. We know. Yeah, you know, so I, I expect the stadium to be very grand. How, however it is. I mean, he's done it with boats. He's done it with uh, seats, you know, uh, warming seats for the heated oh, seats yeah. for the players. Uh, he's, he he's done it. Benches. Yeah. Benches. Yeah. He's done it with planes. He's done it with with everything. So I anticipate the fans will be very happy because he didn't have anything to do with FedEx Field. He, he came along right as FedEx Field was being finished, built. I think it was like year two or whatever. But uh, I, I anticipate a, a very good venue. Uh, yeah. And I know, it, like I said, it would be an issue of people how to get in and out of the stadium and where it's located <clears throat> will be. And some people are talking about if, if they build it here that I'm not going. Look, man, if you, if you support the team, you support the team. Right. Um, I mean, here, the hell, the Dallas Cowboys aren't in Dallas. Ne- never have well, n- never have been in the last forty years. Yeah, so fifty years. I mean, the, the stadium was in Irving, and then then now it's in Arlington. So uh, come, come yeah, they, on, they man. moved further outside of Dallas. Yeah, you know. So so if, if the stadium relocation is the reason you're not going to be a fan, you're probably not much of a fan anyway. So whatever. Yeah, uh, and if the team starts uh, winning, either you'll you'll readjust, or there'll be another fan that will gladly yeah. take your seat. If, Trust you know. me. Yeah. You can get the Sunday ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, anyway, man, so that that's what we got. That's kind of a good recap, man. Um, we will continue to be back, continue to bring some podcasts to you. We'll be talking about, I think, on our next podcast will be certainly will be the time the, uh, the, the new name will be announced. Definitely. And then, of course, we will have some free agency and some draft podcasts and things coming up. So we will be around, folks. Uh, just good to be back here live and in person. Yes, it is. Uh, to bring it to you. And uh, we just at least want to do a quick recap of the season. So it's been fun bringing it to you. We will continue to bring it to you. And uh, I guess until next time, Ken, peace out. Peace out, my man.